Well, good morning and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, as always, and delighted that you have been able to tune in with us yet again. Now, before we do get into today's top four stories doing the rounds here in Thailand, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and give us an old share if you can. Now, if you like listening on the old podcast players, there's a link down below in the description, and that's going to take you to a little website where all the podcast players that we're on will be listed. So if you like to download it and listen to it again later, that's the place to be. And finally, if you'd love and like to support the show, don't forget to look at the link down below in the description to buy me a coffee. We love cappuccinos here on the Thai Expat Daily Show, so feel free to buy us a coffee. So now that that is all done and dusted, let's jump into those top five stories like I was telling you about. Now, Phuket braces for Songkran Spike. That's the first story of the day. Phuket expects to see a 10% increase in hotel bookings during the Songkran Festival next month. Tanit Tanaparaki, president of the Phuket Tourism Association, said on Wednesday the government's We Travel Together tourism stimulus campaign has attracted more visitors to Phuket to celebrate the Thai New Year on April 13 to 15. He said the island would hold parties and activities for tourists on Kata, Karan, Patong, and other popular beaches. It is expected that over 40% of all domestic tourism will be concentrated in Phuket during Songkran, up from 30% in 2022. Phuket will also welcome more international arrivals next month. Mr. Tanet said the top three countries of origin for foreign visitors are Russia, China and India, respectively. Phuket International Airport will resume full operations in May after its taxiway maintenance has been completed, providing more slots for Chinese airlines, he said. Sukhasit Wanda Dikatol, president of the Thai Hotels Association Southern Chapter, said Phuket has almost 200,000 hotel rooms and the average occupation in April is 60 to 70 percent. However, this will rise by 5 to 10 percent during Songkran, according to a survey by the Phuket City Development. He said the increase in incoming tourists is a result of the government's We Travel Together tourism campaign. Meanwhile, Watapong Sung Sai, chief of the Phuket Natural and Environmental Office on Wednesday, led local authorities to inspect Mai Anau Beach, also known as Freedom Beach, which is part of the National Forest Reserve and Nak Kurd Mountain. The inspection followed a survey led by Lieutenant General Santi, director of the Internal Security Operation Command Region 4 Office, on Monday. The group found sunbeds and umbrellas being offered for rent by unsanctioned operators on the beach. Mr. Watapong said that the officers warned local operators not to provide any services on the beach as it's part of a reserved forest. I mean, roughly translated, don't do it without letting us know first. The officers also received complaints that some locals were illegally collecting an entrance fee from foreign visitors who wanted to access the beach. Police will investigate the claim and take legal action against the wrongdoers. And FYI, that has been going on for decades, so I don't expect that to change either. He said the two to 300 beachgoers, mostly foreign tourists, visit Mai Inau Beach on average each day, but the number jumps to four to 500 during the high season. So we're going to see a nice influx of lots of Thai domestic tourists, along with a mix of international, of Russian, Chinese and Indian. It's quite a mix that will be here in Phuket during the Songkran Festival over the next month of April, which also is Easter as well. I mean, um, I don't know what Thai people are going to make of it when they arrive. Phuket is becoming the biggest shithole there is at the moment because they just don't care about the direction of the island. 
And I do fear for Phuket that you're going to have the, a lot of Thai people who are going to come here and just go, oh, this place is overly expensive. It's overly occupied. You know, we're not coming back here again. And this is how you get a bad reputation. Unfortunately, Phuket has no plan to change itself other than to pack as many people onto the island as physically possible. But we're going to talk about that in uh, a day or two on a, another show that will be dedicated to the future of Phuket as an island. But moving along, airlines struggle to manage demand as ticket prices soar. The aviation industry has been hit hard by the COVID-19 pandemic with travel restrictions and reduced demand leading to widespread flight cancellations and route suspensions. As countries begin to reopen and vaccination programs were rolled out, demand for air travel increased but airlines are struggling to keep up with the sudden surge. Many airlines are facing a delicate balancing act as they attempt to manage demand while keeping ticket prices at a reasonable level. With fewer flights available due to route suspensions and aircraft retirements, some airlines have resorted to raising ticket prices in order to maximize revenue. This has led to complaints from customers who are being priced out of air travel, particularly on popular routes. Other airlines are taking a different approach, prioritizing volume over price. These airlines are adding capacity to popular routes and offering lower fares in an attempt to capture market share. The approach can be risky, however, as it relies on the assumptions that demand will continue to increase in the long term. Some airlines are also experimenting with new pricing strategies in an attempt to strike the right balance between demand and revenue. For example, some airlines are offering dynamic pricing where ticket prices fluctuate based on demand and other factors such as time of day and day of the week. This allows airlines to adjust the price in real time and maximize revenue while also ensuring that tickets remain affordable for customers. Overall, the aviation industry is facing a challenging period as it attempts to navigate the post-pandemic world. With demand for air travel increasing but capacity still limited, airlines are struggling to find the right balance between managing demand and keeping ticket prices affordable. As the situation evolves, it will be interesting to see how airlines adapt and respond to the changing market conditions. Now, this is very relevant at the moment, especially if you're living, I mean, let's take it for an example here in Thailand. One of the reasons that I guess before COVID, before the pandemic, that I enjoyed living in Phuket was its connectivity to the rest of Asia. And I think I spoke about this a few days ago in another show, but, you know, you could fly from Phuket to anywhere before COVID. There were direct flights to Tokyo. There was direct flights to uh, Kyoto. There was direct flights to Taiwan. There was direct flight, you know, Singapore, Kuala Lumpur, Ho Chi Minh City, various places around Asia. And it was very easy to go places. Plus the fares were very good and competitive. But recently when I've decided I'm going to take a little trip somewhere, I first looked at Taipei and direct flights from Taipei at the moment don't exist next to impossible to find you can get connecting flights you might have to go to bangkok or fly to hong kong and hong kong onto taipei but nevertheless you know still relatively expensive compared to what it was before covid so you're looking at about 12 13 000 baht for pre-covid i think seven eight you would have got the flight for then i noticed that there was a, a direct flight starting up may to taipei so i looked this up and this was twenty thousand baht for a direct flight so that was out of the way. I mean, I could get to Europe nearly for that much. But even when I started to look, there were, as I said, no more direct flights from Phuket to uh, Japan. You had to take a connection. And the prices are very expensive, of course. Ho Chi Minh City is another place I thought about visiting. But again, the prices were relatively expensive compared to before COVID. Singapore, which used to cost three or 4,000 baht for a round-trip ticket, was now is eight 9,000. The only city that seems to have not gone up, of course, was uh, Kuala Lumpur. But... 
I'm not sure is because there isn't a whole lot to do there if you've been there a couple of times beforehand. But nevertheless, yes, things have gone up. And airlines, of course, are confused on what to do. And maybe they lack the amount of planes or lack um, slots at airports. As I, we said in the first article about Phuket Airport is not at full capacity still, which means airlines still can't you know, fill the slots or there's no slots for it for airlines in Phuket Airport at the moment. So these are all the things that seem to, as, as if... You know, this surge of travel was unpredicted by anybody. I mean, we've known for months that this is coming and nobody seems to be prepared. And the only person losing out in all of this, of course, is the consumer, is us guys. Because we're the ones who, if we want to go somewhere, have to pay extortionate prices for flights. Personally, you know, I like to travel. I like to go out and about. I like to see the world. And I am finding it difficult to condone paying such high prices for flights when considering what you used to pay for them. And I do feel that we're being ripped off. And I do feel that airlines have us by the proverbial, you know, balls in some ways here. Because if you want to travel, you have to use their service and you have to pay that price. So it's a bit of a tricky one. And even if you look at prices from flights to from Europe to Thailand, all very expensive. And everything's got shockingly expensive. But of course, the thing that hasn't increased with all this is our salaries and our wages. They're the only things that haven't increased. Everything else has gone up around the world, but, you know, increase in salaries just doesn't seem to have happened. But nevertheless, I'd love to know your opinion on it all. People living here in Thailand, have you seen an increase in flights? Um, what do you think about traveling abroad at the moment? I'd love to know your opinion, guys, as always, as I always do down below in that comment section. Now, another little interesting story and a warning to foreigners here in the country. Tough action has been ordered against foreign tour guides. Now, you may say, oh, there's no foreign tour guides or what are you talking about? Let me tell you, right, in Thailand, there's buckets of foreign illegal tour guides. The most common ones are Chinese tour guides, Russian tour guides, and believe it or not, Korean tour guides. And that is very common here in Thailand, Korean tour guides. But they risk and they know they risk getting caught and the penalties behind it. Another one I noticed recently was people on TikTok advertising their services. Like I saw an English guy advertising his his tour guide services in Thailand. I mean, I don't know how stupid you have to be to be putting it on TikTok, but that's how you get your collar felt in Thailand. Just stupid stuff like that. But nevertheless, let's jump into this story. The caretaker prime minister, that's right, he's the caretaker now, Priyat Chanacha, has ordered tough legal action to be taken against foreigners working as tour guides. A profession reserved for Thais, government deputy spokesman Tessari Tarasakul said, the following numerous complaints of foreigners working as guides in violation of an executive decree of 2017, Ms. Trasini said. The law stipulated that foreigners were not allowed to work without a work permit or to fill jobs reserved for Thai nationals, including working as a tour guide. Violators were liable to a 5 to 50,000 baht fine and immediate deportation, that would be a straight red card, and banned from seeking a work permit for two years. Employees or businesses which employ foreigners without a proper work permit or in a reserved occupation, were liable to a fine of 10 to 100,000 baht per foreign employee. Repeat offenders face a maximum jail term of one year or a fine and or a fine of 50 to 200,000 baht per foreigner. They will also be banned from employing foreigners for three years. Ms. Tressari said the Prime Minister had instructed the Ministry of Labour, Ministry of Tourism and Sports and the Royal Thai Police to strictly enforce the law, 
to ensure Thai people get the most benefit from the recovery of the tourism sector. Since there were insufficient government personnel working in this area to monitor the whole country, people were asked to report offenders to the Central Employment Registration Division of the Department of Employment and the telephone number was listed down below or to the Provincial Employment Office or to the Department of Employment on the hotline 1694, the spokesman said. Now, as I was saying, it's baffling some of the things that foreigners think they can get away with here in Thailand. I, I remember when I first came to Thailand about 10 years ago, the idea of doing any form of illegal work was just feared. You would never do it. You just would not do it. You keep yourself on the straight and narrow. But it seems that over the last few years, I think, and I'm going kind of through COVID and now coming out of COVID, is foreigners here in the country seem to not understand the rules in relation to working here in Thailand and what they can and can't do. And they go about as if they're in their own country and free to work at any job they want, which is just not true. Now, I blame partly, and a lot of this on the government, for a real lack of enforcement and a a real lack of initiative in trying to understand what is going on. They seem to only react when there's a few complaints or when ties start to say, listen, there's no jobs for us and this fella's doing this job and this foreigner's doing this job. And that's what really happened in Phuket a couple of months ago with Russian taxi drivers and all the businesses that have been popping up, but not a tie working in any of them. Absolutely, I agree. A lot of us come from Europe and, and some of us would be happy if our government, you know, cared about us in from the point of view of having jobs reserved for our own nationality. But that's not the way it works in many parts of the country. But it is the way it works here in Thailand. And they have rules, they have regulations, which seem to be flaunted quite a lot, and particularly by foreigners. I'm not sure what the solution is because, I mean, as they say, they don't have the manpower to be going around checking on these things. So what they're looking for is an army of snitches, I guess, to dob them in. So if you are a foreigner here in the country, you know, get your get your ducks in a row. I mean, otherwise you're going to get your collar felt. And being deported, I think, wouldn't be a fun thing. That's my personal opinion of it all anyway. But finally, I'm moving along. Urgent meeting fails to resolve the ongoing taxi dispute. Now, this is here in Phuket. An urgent meeting was called at Provincial Hall earlier today to discuss ways to resolve the ongoing issue of territory disputes among the island's taxi drivers. However, it appeared that despite the intervention of the Phuket governor, Narang Wunsi, very little positive outcome emanated from the discussions. Governor Narang chaired the 10 a.m. meeting, a 10 a.m. meeting, and was joined by a host of people. Let's just say. Also present at the meeting was were representatives on behalf of the director of Phuket Airport and representatives from Central Phuket Shopping Mall. The meeting came after two incidents at Central Festival Phuket that occurred in the past week, one last Friday and the other on Monday. Both involved locally based taxi drivers from the Andaman Phuket Car Taxi Services Cooperative Limited approaching and berating fellow taxi drivers who they argued were not legally allowed to operate in Phuket. Both incidents attracted significant interest and responses after they were aired on social media channels. Something authorities are concerned will tarnish the image of Phuket as a desirable tourist destination. In both situations, the disputed taxis providers had been booked by customers via apps that are not legal in Thailand. Only on Monday did Phuket officials inform local residents that Bolt and InDriver were both still considered illegal in Thailand, as they have not yet been approved by the Department of Land Transport. The same post issued by the Phuket Info Centre, operating under the Phuket Office of the Ministry of Interior, gave a reminder of ride-sharing apps approved by the Department of Land Transportation, which include Hello Phuket, Grab, Robinhood, 
Bangku Cab and the Air Asia Super App. However, the Public Relations Office of Phuket reports that at today's meeting, Mr. Adcha listed only Hello Phuket and Grab as the legal app providers, highlighting that the former providers, a total of 228 cars and the latter 111, Stickers from the PLTO would be clearly displayed in taxi windows to confirm to customers that they are legally permitted to operate, which Mr. Aduka said he hopes will minimize any future confusion and conflict. Any apps currently deemed illegal can apply for certification for the Department of Land Transport, which can be filed at the Phuket Provincial Transport Office, he added. Mr. Acha made no mention of what is needed to contain green plate taxi drivers' behavior or of refusing to register new taxis in the province, despite green plate drivers from Bangkok and other provinces challenging the PLTO's right to ban them from working on the island, seemingly preferring to just blame the illegal taxis for all the recent problems. Today's meeting concluded by stating that ongoing discussions and cooperation between relevant agencies will continue in the hopes of a solution being found, adding that anyone who experiences any similar situations with taxi disputes can contact the relevant local authorities directly. So our taxi driver friends are back at it again. I just call them the greedy bunch. But basically what happened at Phuket Central uh, Festival during the week was a taxi from Bangkok picked up a ride at Central Festival and it caused a whole ruckus. But actually the PLTO, PLTO, the, the transport office, they came out and actually said it was not illegal for him to pick that up because even though he wasn't registered in Phuket, he was registered in Bangkok and that permitted him to pick up somebody from Central or from anywhere in the country because the rules are nationwide, not just for Phuket. And apparently these taxi drivers can't handle the fact that there's competition out there. That instead of, you know, sitting on their asses all day outside Central, you know, waiting for their one ride, smoking, acting the maggot all day, that they might have to actually do a job. I mean, imagine just sitting all day outside a shopping center waiting for one ride. If you were a taxi driver, wouldn't you want to be on these apps, going about and getting as many fares over the course of the day as you can? I sometimes think a lot of these taxi drivers don't want to make an earn a living. They just want to sit around, chit-chat all day, have one fare, go home, that's them done. Sometimes I think this is the truth. And they're always causing problems. And the thing is, at what point will the Phuket government, I don't think they will ever, they allow these guys to continue to behave badly. They keep talking about the image of the island, but they've been going on for 20, 30 years. So it's never changed. The image has been well tarnished now at this point, so I don't think they need to worry about that. But I just don't ever see this whole taxi thing getting any better in Phuket. It's unfortunately, taxi drivers, who I know a few, a lot of them very good guys who work hard, but there is a core that just are there to cause problems, argue, fight, and really tarnish the image of Phuket. But anyway, that's it for today, and that's my opinion on the whole situation here in Phuket. Nevertheless, thank you for tuning in as always. Delighted that you did and we'll see you in the next couple of days have a great day guys and obviously please do stay safe but ultimately with this story or anything else that stood out to you today i'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below because yes this is a new show but it's also a conversation now keep that conversation going make sure you like this video subscribe to the channel share the video and do all the good stuff that does help that youtube algorithm but ultimately my name is kira mack You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show and we will see you next time.